This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's headlines. Senate Dems set food priorities for next aid package. FDA wants notice on closures and organic group seeks to revive rule. New ideas mark Dems' food system relief plan. Senate Democrats are laying out their priorities for addressing the food supply chain to the next coronavirus relief bill. They include some innovative measures that would, among other things, use restaurants to prepare meals for the needy. The $8 billion Food Supply Protection Act also would fund protective gear for workers on farms and in food processing plants, as well as help processors retool to sell to new markets. Why it matters? Well, the proposals will have legs. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York is a co-sponsor of the bill, as well as every Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, led by ranking member Debbie Stabenow. It's notable that the bill would allocate about a billion dollars to state and tribes to carry out feeding projects. Such funding is usually routed solely through the Department of Agriculture. The foods targeted by the bill, meat, produce, dairy products, and eggs, are among the same commodities featured in the Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue Farmers to Families Food Box program. Keep in mind, the bill doesn't authorize additional direct payments to farmers, but there's already a significant amount of support for that in the Senate. The House passed HEROES Act authorized $16.5 billion in additional direct payments on top of the $16 billion already going out to farmers. You can read about the bill at agripulse.com. FDA looks to monitor farm and processor closures. FDA's asking food facilities and farms to report temporary closures to the agency so it can keep up with what's happening in the food supply chain and provide help where needed. In many cases, the FDA may not be aware that firms are temporarily closed or need to close as a result of the pandemic, the agency said. More rapid and specific notification regarding the status of FDA-related establishments will help FDA understand the current status of the food supply and address challenges that food producers are facing during the pandemic. The guidance does not apply to restaurants and retail food establishments. Congressman fears mental health challenges. A doctor who serves on the House Agriculture Committee says... He's more concerned about the mental health of farmers hit by the economic impact of COVID-19 than the virus itself. Republican Roger Marshall of Kansas says the stress is real. He said, quote, I don't have to tell you folks, fifth, sixth, seventh generation farmers are going to lose it all because our packing plants are stalled and we're backed up. He was speaking on a Western Caucus webinar yesterday. Marshall also said rural areas need more funding to keep resident physicians in those areas. Peterson Challenger gets boost. House Republicans are sharpening their focus on defeating House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson, a Minnesota Democrat. Former Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Michelle Fischbach has been named 
one of 22 candidates on the National Republican Congressional Committee's Young Guns list. Young Guns are the Republican challengers considered the most competitive, which signals to donors where their support should go. Former Representatives David Valadeo of California and David Young of Iowa, who lost races in 2018, they are also on the list. Organic Group Challenges USDA Analysis The Organic Trade Association is making the case that USDA incorrectly assessed the cost and benefits of an animal welfare rule that was withdrawn in 2018. A federal judge in March granted the department's request to correct a series of flaws in the cost-benefit analysis in both the original rule and the withdrawal on action. USDA was given 180 days to publish a final rule, quote, fully explaining its updated cost-benefit analysis. A request for comment went out April 23rd. And its comments to USDA, OTA says USDA overstates the mortality from organic ag producers and understates the amount consumers would be willing to pay for eggs from hens given outdoor access and not forced to molt. OTA says the 30-day comment period on the department's analysis is insufficient. South Africa goes dry, disrupting U.S. trade. While many Americans have counted on Jim Beam or Jack Daniels for company in their social distancing during the COVID-19 pandemic, South Africa banned the sale of all alcohol, and that is disrupting lucrative U.S. exports. South Africa's nationwide lockdown on booze began March 27th. That's already taken out a dent in U.S. sales to the country, according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. sold 479,593 liters of whiskey to South Africa that in the first three months of 2019. So for the first three months of this year, the total was just 295,675 liters. South Africa is considering lifting the ban meant to help keep shoppers at home and out of liquor stores, but the fact that it has not yet done so is worrying the local industry. Pandemic slams Dutch pork producer. The COVID-19 crisis has taken a bite out of the Dutch pork industry, according to another FAS report. Pork giant Vion was forced last week to shut down one of its four slaughterhouses in the country after 45 employees tested positive for the virus, putting a halt to an operation that slaughters 1.25 million head per year, about 8% of the slaughter for the country. The shutdown is temporary, but the company still has to test another 388 of the total 600 employees at the facility. 28 employees at another Vion operation, one of the packing plants, tested positive for COVID-19. But for now, that operation has been allowed to continue to operate. Here's today's She Said It. The most immediate and urgent investment that must be made as a country is in broadband and technology in rural communities. That Beth Ford, president and CEO of Landa Lakes on a Washington Post live interview. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, May 28th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.